Welcome to Week in Aviation Podcast, Episode 5, for Saturday, April 10th, 2010. Today we're going to cover virtual airlines, flight simming sites, you can download freeware add-ons, and much more. So, we're going to start off with our favorite flight simming sites to download add-ons, and etc. So, I'm going to go first, and um, of course, Grant's on today, so Grant, say hi. Hello, everybody. Is watching this. Hearing this. Can't watch a podcast. No, whatever. So. Well, you can. Well, not technically. You can't watch this. I don't know. Go ahead. Okay. So, my favorite freeware add-on site definitely has to be FlightSim.com. Followed closely by AFSIM. And Civilization is in last. But, I, you know, I may hate Civilization, but I find myself using it more than anything else. Because, like, they have so many files on there. The only thing I don't like is it is when I download a file, I have to go to school and come back and hope it's done. Because those files <laughs> take so long to download. Like, it'll start off with, like, 100 kilobytes a second, 200 kilobytes a second, and then simulation will slowly force it to go down and level around at about 25 to 30. A lot of times it'll actually go down to about 25 um, kilobytes a second, which is kind of ridiculous, because if I want to download a 200 megabyte you know, scenery file, it takes me like three years to download it, and I absolutely, drives me crazy, you know? Yeah. So, what do you use? Uh, well, I kind of got the same order as you, uh, Flight Sim, Avsim, Simviation, but, um, it, I don't like Avsim so much because, uh, they, they, they got, don't have any files. Yeah, and it's kind of misleading because they still have the file like thing uploaded where you can say download, but uh, you, you click download and it says, "Oops, this file is missing," and, and that can get really annoying. And not so, and then of well, course, it just it just, it just frustrates you. Yeah, simviation. Of course, it's downloads really slow, and then uh, I don't think anybody's really uploading any files to simviation that much anymore. So. All the files are kind of a little bit outdated, outdated, but um, I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. Well, I mean, I, I guess with like with um, sim, um, yeah, with uh, simulation, you if you want to pay thirty dollars or thirty dollars a year, no, twenty dollars a year. You can get one megabyte per second downloads, which is 175 a month for one megabyte a second downloads, which is kind of ridiculous because if they're gonna make if they if they give it to us for free for 30 kilobytes, why can't they give it to us for free like 500 kilobytes? And if we pay two dollars a month, then we'll get a megabyte a second. I don't know. It's kind of retarded. Yeah, I I wouldn't see paying money to just for that. It's I don't think it's worth it. Well, this is a one more website that I use rarely because of the doesn't have that many files, but I like it. It's called FlightSimWorld.com. You guys can type I've that never in. Never heard of it. I, I understand that. So go to your computer. Go to FlightSimWorld.com. Mm, fine. FlightSimWorld.com. FlightSimWorld.com. How do you spell com? You're a retard. And then... Oh, I've seen this site. Okay, yeah. And, and I, then I, I there's, there's like... There's not a ton of stuff, but there's, like, if you're looking through, like, some, I'm looking at some panels right now, and of course it's ad supported, and, um, 
They have a Concord panel. They have a A340 panel. Kind of like every airplane that you'll have a panel for. There's like four pages of panels. So, I mean, and then there's, there's a lot of models. If I click on this, there's, hold on. There's 28 pages of models. So there's like 500, 600 models. So, I mean, it's not like the most popular site, but I'm sure you can find whatever model you want here, because there's a lot of stuff. I, I use it all the time. I mean, not all the time, but more so than I use Avsim, because there's definitely more there, more to download. So so if you want to check out a really good site, try FlightSimWorld.com. So I like that. And we're going to move on to Virtual Airlines. Grant, I know you're part of Virtual Airlines. Would you like to uh, explain that a little bit? Uh, yeah. Um, okay, well, I'm part of Hawaiian Virtual Airlines. Um, I would give you the website, but, um... Uh, it was taken they, down by Hitler. Oh, yeah, he took it down, and he... I don't know what he did with it. Like, the the password to edit the site is somewhat hidden in Germany, but, um... Huh? I, yeah, no, just kidding. But, um... <laughs> Uh, but at Hawaiian... Wait, wait, um, how do you not know the website? I know the website. So why can't you give us a link? I'm, I would, but I, I'm trying to explain right now. Okay, hurry up and explain. I'm gonna go check it out. Uh, well, okay, but, um... <laughs> I'm just kidding. At, 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 um... At Hawaiian Virtual, there's a point system, and uh, every flight you file manually, uh, you get three points, and every flight you file using their uh, ACAR system, uh, which you can only use when flying on VATSIM, um, that you get five points for. VATSIM and, uh, anyway. With the, you should be using VATSIM anyway. Um, yeah, but uh, I'll explain that later. But, um but uh, you use these points to purchase uh, ratings for different aircraft. And um, when you first sign up, you're, you got a student rating for the Boeing 717. And uh, it takes 200 points to get a uh, full rating for the 717. Or with the 200 points, you can get a student rating for the 767. And um, I got 200 points, and I'm fully rated for the 717. Okay. And uh, well, By the way, for those of you... Like, itching to tell us. Alright, Grant, keep going. Okay, you better edit that out. Because if I... Okay, if you send me a private message with your name and email that you're going to use to sign up, then I can reply back with the website um, after I enter you into the referral program. And for every friend you refer, you get 100 points. And that's necessary because or else it'll take forever to get the necessary points to get the 767 rating. Okay, and so I've send, I've already send me an email at lotsofgreatplanes at gmail.com with your contact, but just your email, so Grant can refer you so he can get his points, okay? Uh, no, I would prefer if you just sent me a private message. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Private message on YouTube. Ever the most thing. If you don't have, if you don't I, have I, a YouTube, because don't forget it's on iTunes. Send me an email. Okay, I think we've got there now. Okay. Well, yeah, but see, the thing is, I, I 
prefer it if they sent me, not through you. Because but but if they have, but if they don't have an iTunes uh, or YouTube account, then they have to send it through me. Unless you unless no, you want to give out your email. My email. Okay, yeah, your email grantkozlak at yahoo dot com. Yeah, exactly. Okay, now let's go back to what we're talking about. Okay, um, oh yeah, you keep keep explaining about the airline before you got mad at me. Okay, well... You know what I hate? The iPod Touch and the iPhone do not have a Flash player. I hate it. Alright, sorry. Go ahead. You know, I can't wait till... I can't wait till iPhone OS 4.0 comes out. People pay the $10 upgrade to iPhone OS 4.0. Pay for it. Because what we're hoping, there'll be multitasking, widgets, and hopefully, keep your fingers crossed, there'll be a Flash player. Pay for the upgrade, even if it doesn't have Flash. Alright, go ahead, Grant. Sorry. I had to tell our people. Uh, I, I don't care because I don't have an iPhone. So. I know. Go ahead. But, uh, yeah, so those points are definitely needed for me. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so with this, you just sign up. It's as easy as signing up for YouTube. Uh, you don't have to wait to get accepted or anything. And then uh, what you do is once you're in, you just um, click uh, Search Flights under the Flight Ops menu. And uh, you select the airport you want to fly out of uh, after selecting your base. And um, and then you just go in, you click assign flight for whichever flight suits what you want. And uh, if you have a student rating for an aircraft, you can only fly like about half the flights. Uh, yeah, and then... Um, but uh, yeah, you just go into search flights. Yeah, so, and then if you're student rating, you can only do about half the flights, but, uh, then you just click assigned flight. Whoops, I accidentally assigned flight. But, um, I don't want to fly that. But, uh, anyways, um, then you just click, uh, check in when you're ready to fly that flight, and then it gives you a bunch of details, and you can just write those details in a journal or whatever, so that way when you go into the game, you can enter all that. And then um, you just fly the flight, then you come back onto the website, you click uh, on your flight office, you click My Assignments, or no, you file, you say File PRAP, or if you're using the ACAR system, that's a different, or a whole different technique there. But then you say File PRAP, and then um, you just enter the details, and then you select Submit, and then it counts it as hours, and then you get three points, and uh, yeah. Sounds like lots of fun. Well, it's not fun if you just use Flight Simulator for um, messing around and not actually flying. Then. Okay, so I started out with Southwest Virtual Airlines, and I hated them because um, they kept bothering me. I don't know, I just didn't like it. They weren't very nice because I signed up, and they wanted my... I forgot what they wanted that I didn't want to give them. Like, address or something. And I was like, sorry. Or zip code. I was like, sorry. Well, I could easily give them Hartford zip code. But that was like three years ago. And I wasn't comfortable. But Okay. So, I signed up for them. I put in, like, some zip code. And, like, I think I gave them Beverly Hills, California. Because, okay. So, I signed up for them. And then, I flew with them for a week. And, um, I did not like how they worked at all. They looked like a bunch of... Cows from California, which kind of, they didn't really care. So, I mean, I, I hated it, so. 
I was like, okay. So I took a break from Virtual Airlines for two years. Then, a few months ago, I went back and I said, okay, well, let's try this Virtual Airlines. So I tried Delta Virtual Airlines. And I liked them. But I, I just didn't like the way they worked. There was too many people and it was like working at McDonald's. You don't know who the... You know who the CEO, who, you know who's running this thing. You don't, you don't. It's not very not. It's not very good. The only thing I liked about it was like a free liveries, free uh, free free aircraft, free paints. So that was good. So just recently, a few days ago, I was going around and I heard someone talking about this for sure airline called Fusion Airways. And so I went and signed up with them. So I put in all the information in, in the blanks and everything, and so. The, the the director of human resources and everything, his name is Brendan Farmer, he got back to me and he said, um, I don't have enough hours, you need 15 VATSIM hours and a flight in the last 30 days, which I didn't have because I wasn't on VATSIM for a long time. So I was like, okay, so he was very, very helpful, very helpful. So he went through the steps and, I was, and then eventually it came to come back in a month with 15 hours and we'll talk to you. So I was like, okay. So... In that month, I think in like February, I did like six hours of flying on Vassim. And I got back to him. Um, so, and then I, you know, I've been accepted to the airline. And so I haven't done a flight yet, but I'm definitely going to do that once I am fully accepted. Because right now we're having technical problems, but that will be fixed soon. And so far, everything, like, I love it. I mean, it's like, there's only 30 pilots. So they're, def- they're definitely looking for pilots, but it's excellent. Like, there's... 21 destinations, but it's not like 21 destinations in the state of New York. It's 21 destinations throughout the world. You can go to Europe, you can go to Hawaii, you can go to Alaska, I think. But it's not like shoved into a corner. It's very international. So that's one thing I like about them. And they're not... They're a little strict. You do have to be a decent pilot. You can't be one of the pilots that like goes up to 30,000 feet without all pilot and just start cruising at like 250 knots, thinking that you're going to get somewhere pretty fast. No. You have to know how to fly a VOR to VOR, perform ILS approaches, and talk to a tower controller, which you should know how to do anyway if you're signing up for a virtual airline. All flights need to be flown with VATSIM, which is kind of, you know, something on all airlines, and you shouldn't be flying it without VATSIM, because that just takes the fun aspect out of it. Sometimes, you know, it's nice to have no ATC, but I don't know. Okay, so I definitely like Fusion Airways. Check them out, www.fusionairways.com. Don't forget to sign up. If you're looking for a virtual airline, you don't know which virtual airline to go to, I 150% recommend Fusion Airways. 150% recommend Fusion Airways. Um, they're great. They're not like they actually care. I mean, like they actually, actually 110% take the time to talk to you. They actually care. They're not like, I don't care. Get our planes and fly. They're, they're not like one of those people that don't care who flies it, how you fly it, when you fly it, where you fly it. I mean, you could, like with most airlines, you can lie and say you fly the route and you didn't fly the route. This airline, no. They know if you fly, they check them all on vataware.com. So, it's not like, it's really professional. So if you're looking for something professional, definitely go with um, Fusion Airways. So, to Brendan Farmer, hats off to Brendan Farmer and everyone else who works there. They did an excellent job over the course of their careers on Fusion Airways. Okay? So... Grant, sum it all up. You like Hawaiian Virtual, correct? Uh, no, I hate it, but I'm still flying for some reason. I don't know why, but I, I hate it, I dread it, and I, I don't want to fly anymore. Not just <laughs> yes, I do like it. 
So are you you should really check out Fusion Airways website. You can actually book a flight on their website virtually. It's really cool. So definitely check them out. If you're looking for a virtual airline, Fusion Airways is the way to go. Okay, um, so I want to talk I talk about one more thing, and I want to have Grant uh, go over this a little more than I will. Uh, there is actually a website called, I'm sure you've all heard of it, Live ATC, and Grant um, explain basically what it does for people who have never heard of it. Uh, uh, well, you go on to liveatc.net. Dot net, and, uh, dot net. Make sure you don't put in dot com. Dot net, dot net. Okay, and then in the top left-hand corner, uh, you, it says find live ATC streams. You just type in the airport, like I'm going to type in my home airport, uh, Seattle, KSEA. And then uh, it opens it up, and then you can, there's a couple different, like, um, right here, there's three sections. There's the KSE approach slash center. There's a KSE final approach, and then there's a KSEA uh, tower. And uh, there's three different um, ways you can listen to them. Uh, there's one, which is the flash, one which requires Java, and one that launches your MP3 And player. there's one that you can listen to on your iPod or iPod Touch or iPhone. There's an app for two ninety nine, So worth it. All right, go ahead. Yeah, and then you just load it, and then it starts playing. It looks like a flash player or whatever, and then uh, you just listen to the you, ju- you just listen to the ATC, and then uh, listen to what's going. And you can actually on and it, it, you can view the top fifty feeds, and I'm going through the feeds right now, and I am looking for my home airport. We are feed number twenty-seven, Hartford uh, delivery ground tower approach. 27, and Seattle is uh, 20. So, I mean, if you have a decently popular airport, you'll always find it in the top 50. So. And then, obviously, uh, JFK is first is with 81. One. Yeah. And then there's uh, LAX, Chicago, San Francisco, all that good stuff. Okay. And if actually, if you're listening, what I love to do is, if I'm listening to the flight on Live ATC, I'll go to flightaware.com and I'll track the flight. So like I hear clear to land or my blah 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 and then I'll see the flight like coming in on flightaware.com. Yeah, but see one time I did that and uh, I was listening and then there was um like a continental jet or whatever and uh he was coming in and he was landing. He landed, uh, he got switched off to the ground controller and on flight aware he was still in the air and he was still on final so well then there's a little delay i mean not it kind of lags a little bit it's called life that's what happens i guess but it's called it <laughs> we don't know <laughs> no it's called life and that's what happens so yeah definitely live atc definitely live atc is a yes love that works great everything okay and um i just wanted to say something and I totally forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, live ATC... Okay. Um, what I was going to say is, Live ATC... Um, I use Live ATC. I will go to PlanSpot or something. I'll listen to where... like what's Because if you don't know what the active runway is, and you're sitting at the wrong runway, you'll be like watching planes 10 miles away from you land because you're on the end of the wrong runway, which has happened before, and it's really frustrating. So, 
I was actually up at the airport the other weekend. We went to the air museum at the airport, and we're driving out, and there's a Southwest 737 landing. So, I, you know, I, you know, I, I picked the Southwest 737 up on um, live ATC. So I, I, I went to and I uh, went to watch it land, and it was coming so slow. So it's like five cars behind us. So we pulled off the road under this little like restricted area of the airport where you're not supposed to actually go in a car. So I jumped out of the car and I brought like out the camera and. Like, all of a sudden, in the middle of the recording, the battery died, so it didn't save the plane landing, and I was so, so, so mad, Grant. I bet you were. I bet you were pissed off. Very, very much so. So, I mean, so don't get caught. I mean, it would have been a perfect video, too. It was landing at Throwaway. I don't even remember. It was, like, a few months ago. But I, it was really cool. So that's about 737s. I love them. Although I love United 757s even more. I like delivery, but, yeah. Yeah, the, the, um, I, I hate it because at Seattle there's not really a good spawning area. I mean, there's uh, just one. Up here in Hartford, uh, at every end of every runway, there's a parking lot that you can park and watch the planes land, except if there's five carts behind yeah. you and you. See, see, the, the thing in Seattle is, if the aircraft are taking off and landing on runway 3, 4, left, center, and right, then you're fine. But if they're taking off and landing at runway one six left center and right, then you're screwed. Because at the end of the runway, it's there's a road, but then there's like a fifty foot cliff and then the runway. And then there's this one spawning area that I go to and um it, it's like at the beginning of runway three four mm-hmm. and uh le- left and center and um it's actually a kind of a uh private jet parking lot place. And um yeah, I was. It, it was really bad because there was this one time, um, a British Airways seven 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 was coming into Seattle. Were, yeah, the, the, it flies direct from uh, Heathrow to Seattle. No, no stops, just direct. Holy crap! And, holy, um, holy, no stops. And then, uh, but I, I was mad because they were using runway one six, and uh, I, I couldn't. See it that well, but uh, yeah, that would that would have been cool if I could have seen it. Well, if it comes in, but if it comes in a, direct, you just catch it tomorrow. I I think it flies every other day or something. I would, but, well, uh, let yeah. me check right now. I'm checking right now. But yeah, it's like I'm checking. Awesome chill out. What was it? British Airways seven seven seven. Yeah, seven 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 two hundred. London Heathrow. Okay, I'm going to go to their website right now. Len Heathrow. Yeah. So that's that's the end of our spotting stories that you guys probably just completely loved. You know, we were going to have Grant, uh, Sean on, but um, he never got back on Skype, so he missed his chance. So let me just do a quick overview of everything we talked about. We talked about virtual air, uh, flight simming sites, and we picked that FlightSim.com was definitely the best. We went through Virtual Airlines, and we picked that Fusion Airways was by far the best. Right, Grant? Uh, well, I beg to differ. I think Hawaiian. But, I mean, that's all, all depends on per, uh, personal preferences. Uh, well, guess what? you like to fly and... I am right, because I know that... That I'm right. Well, you can't say what, what's right and wrong if you haven't tried all the other ones, so... Use common sense, and you know that Fusion Airways is better. But it's like the same dilemma with, like, 
Comcast and DirecTV. Well, people no one uses Comcast, so obviously DirecTV. Yeah, but I mean, people people are saying Comcast is so much better, but they haven't even tried DirecTV. So how do they know? Because they so, because I they mean, actually got off their butts and went online to uh, check, you know, to look. And yeah, but they, but you know, it, it it doesn't matter because unless they don't, it, unless if they experience it, they can't say anything about it. I mean, I have used both Comcast and DirecTV, and DirecTV is way better. But obviously, I use Dish Network, and Dish Network is way better. So there we go. I win, you lose. Fusion Airways is better. Use that. Fly with them. Okay, it's, it's not. A, it's not a not TV talk show. I know what you're talking about. It's not what? a TV show. People don't care what television well, we, network we're going to use. We we can turn it into anything we want. <laughs> Let's get back on the airplane aspect. Do you fly RC airplanes? I used to, but I kept crashing. Me too. You know, so I, so I went onto this um, hobby website, bananahobby.com. They sell RC airplanes. So I, for fifty or sixty bucks, I don't even remember. I bought this RC airplane, and I mean, quote the the description said, "quote sturdy, perfect for beginners, doesn't crash for beginners, does not crash, does not break when crashed." So I was like, "Okay, perfect for me." So I bought it. I took it out to the, you know, I took it out to the park. Every time I flew it. Like, like I didn't even get in the air. Like, I put it on the ground first, and, like, the thing kept leaning left. Like, it wouldn't take off. It kept scraping the right wing for some reason because the rudder was, like, broken or something. So I was like, okay, whatever. So I tried the, the, the throwing of it first, you know, your, you know, the throwing from your hand take off. And so it kept crashing. And so one time, it crashed, and it broke the wing. I was like, are you kidding me? It said, you know, it doesn't break when crashed. So I was like, okay. So I fixed the, taped the wing back together. And after, like giving up on it. Two months later, I took it back out my backyard and threw it, and it actually flew, like, 100 feet, or whatever. So, I was like, yay! So I went out back to the park, and I flew it, and um, it crashed, and when I picked it up, the engine fell out. So, it was a crappy airplane. And so, don't buy. If you're thinking, all oh, this would be a great beginner plane because it's only $50, or what it actually is, is a crappy airplane meant for professionals because it crashes. So, spend at least $200 and get a decent airplane because if you don't spend $200, it's yeah. going to be a piece of crap. Yeah, the, the best ones are the, uh, for beginners are the cheap little air hogs planes, but, um, we just, just no, no, sure we just went over it. that. They're, they're pieces of garbage. Well, no, some are good, some are bad, but, um, the one main thing for beginners is don't take it out when it's windy. Because there was this one time I brought out a small little air hogs plane. And, uh, well, I thought it was pretty calm winds. You know, there there weren't really any winds on the ground. And then it climbs up, you know, like 10 feet above my head. And then this sudden gust of wind just blows it straight to this road. And I'm trying to control it. And then it eventually falls out of range of the um, controller. So I, it's no... I have no control over it. Did it crash in the road? And then it just, yeah, it stopped, it landed on the road, and then a pickup truck came by and just smashed. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like so. a dead skunk in the middle of the road. That was, yeah, that, that that probably kind of, like, was terrible. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I know last week you used X-Plane, and you were talking about X-Plane. So, have you had, like, you, you did, are you a consistent X-Plane user now, or... Uh, well, I tried to be, but I mean, the graphics were just not. I mean, I love the physical; it's just great. Yeah. But the graphics, I I couldn't fly with such low graphics. Well, there's a know. program called Tile Proxy, which is for FSX or an FS2002. That what this program does is it takes real world scenery and puts it into it puts it into um, 
FS, so it puts temporary BGL files into your add-on scenery folder, and I love it. It makes real scenery look like real scenery, and there's a program just like this for X-Plane that you can get that does the same thing. So if you get that, I guess the scenery will be improved. I mean, this guy basically made this program out of his basement, sitting in front of this Dell Inspiron 1280 or whatever, you know, coding this program. So, I mean, like we covered X-Plane as a simulator, FSX as a game. So, you know, that's basically what you expect yeah. when you pay for it. The, the, the best thing ever would be the physics from X-Plane fused together with the graphics from Flight Simulator. Well, my, my Flight Simulator just stopped making their program, so, you know, X-Plane is going to be the next big one out there, so get to like it. And I'm sure the guy I made X-Plane is like, well, when he found out the Ace Studio closed, he went out and uh, got drunk because he was so excited because now, you know, no one's going to go, there's no need for anybody to, once, once, once Microsoft, like, Flight Simulator X gets to be, you know, old and we have, like, 32 cores in our computers and like FSX only taking advantage of like four. We're like, well, um, I don't want to use this. I have 32 cores, so I need, you know, a program that can run 32 cores. You know, by then it'll be like X-Plane, X-Plane 15 will be gone. I'm switching to X-Plane. And people, you really should start to switch to X-Plane because that's what everything's going to be one day. X-Plane, X-Plane, X-Plane. So make the transition now so it'll be easier for later. That's all I can say. Yeah. Like, was there a big key difference? Did you get confused at first? No, it wasn't really confusing. It was just kind of frustrating. You know, you fly somewhere and there's nothing there, you know. Yeah. Just, just kind of open scenery. Well, I mean, I guess you're flying it for the flying aspect, not so much the scenery, unless you're an eye candy person, but, you know. Well, yeah, but, I mean, I would at least like a couple of trees in some places, but there's just nothing. Well, at like least if you're a scenery developer, you'd have no autogen to get in the way. Yeah. Oh, speaking of scenery, how is your scenery going? Uh, well, I don't want to say it's finished, but I mean, I'm not working on it, but I haven't released it anywhere yet, so... Oh, I thought, so you're just going to leave it out in the open for no one to buy and nothing? Yeah, I I, I stopped on my website because nobody went there. The people who went there didn't make accounts, and it was just too much work maintaining the site, but, uh, yeah... I wanted to talk about an add-on that I found. And um, you, everybody needs to go get the Wilco E-Jets. That's what they're called, if I'm correct. I know I bought them. Um, you need to get the Wilco E-Jets. They are the most amazing, the most amazing, hold on, is it Wilco? I don't remember the name. Hold on one second. I'll find that for you in a second. Yeah, I think it's Wilco. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah. We'll go eat Hold on. Let me. I'll pull the site up for you in a second. Yeah, I, I like the. Okay, uh, okay, hold uh, on, hold on. Party. Chill. Oh, someone just slammed me. Oh, that was you. 32 minutes. Cool. Yeah, no. It was cool. You said. Okay, three, two, one. <laughs> okay, so like I was saying, the Wilco eat jets, I. Absolutely love. First, first of all, I love Embraer. I love Embraer. So I, they look better than the CRJs. They're better than the CRJs. Period. They kick CRJ through the window. I absolutely hate CRJs now. 
I love their their airplanes. I love Embraer. I would pay a million dollars to get one of their items because Embraer is so like I love Embraer regional jets. They are my favorite. I mean, even the you know even the ERJ one forty five that looks like the CRJ is better. But my favorite is the ERJ. Um, my favorite are the. I, I like the ERJ one ninety five. Because it looks like a seven three seven. I I like the uh, one seventy and one ninety. Well, yeah, the one that's what I mean. The one seventy one ninety. I'm putting the five in front. They look like seven three sevens. So that's why I like them because they look like seven. seven. They look like seven three sevens on steroids. No, they look like seven three sevens. Woman, the 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 female version of a seven three seven. Yeah, highly detailed Embraer one seventy one ninety with lineage one. Yeah, I, that is so my favorite. The Embraer. The series of aircraft is my favorite. So, don't the next marriage a Southwest seven three seven marrying a JetBlue one seventy. That would be no. That, that wouldn't happen. No, no. Gary Kelly, Southwest CEO, would not even think of that. No, that would make for a good story in the papers. But yeah, okay, we're gonna start to wrap South, up. No, no, the air the airline would be SouthBlue so, or SouthJet. No, they 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 need to mix with um. Isn't there another color? I don't know. Alright, we're gonna start to wrap this week's show up, uh, because I said so. So, don't forget to check out our website, www.weekinaviation.co.nr. I put a game up there that someone, uh, allowed me to put up there, so check out the game. When you go to the website, click on the games tab, there is a one game there, it's a very cool game, and I want you all to tell me how you liked it when you played it. So, send me, send us an email, w, no, lots of great planes at gmail.com. Send us an email. Don't forget to do that. Um, so, we're going to... Ra- Ooh, Airport Madness 2. That's the game. Oh, I love that game. That's fun. Yes, yes. So, like I said, we are going to wrap up this week's show. We are going to wrap up this week's show. Um, so, don't forget, like I said, I'm going to say it one more time. Contact us, lots of great planes at gmail.com. Do not forget, in the iTunes store... To write a comment and rate our podcast. That would help 110% if you could comment and rate on our podcast. So, okay. So, don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash lots of great stuff, youtube.com forward slash Airbus and Mustang. If you want to be a guest, check out the website, click on the be a guest form, fill it out, and I will read them as often as I can and try to get back to you with information on when you can be on. If you want to submit a commercial for your add on, that you made for FS. No charge. 30 to 45 seconds, no copyrighted music. Go ahead and uh, submit a commercial, and I will put that into the show at a time I think fit. So, once again, I will see you all next weekend. Grant, say goodbye. Goodbye, all of you people. How many languages can you say? Watching this. How many languages can you say? Uh, I can say it in English. I can say it in mentally retarded English. I can say it in... Uh, Kind of trying okay, to okay. So, so, so say it. Say all your advice right now. Smart person. Goodbye. Adios. Adios. Say it in like Chinese. Uh, uh, <laughs> what, what, I, all right. Just say goodbye. Goodbye. All right, everybody. I'll see you next week. Have a great week and happy belated Easter. Because Easter was like last weekend. And I forgot to say that. All right. Happy Easter, everybody. Late Easter. All right.